Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. All right, can you hear me on here? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, welcome to my podcast. Thanks. It's called Hey Stranger, and the whole idea is, like I just did, I just go up to strangers and I invite them to come on. Mm -hmm. And the question I usually ask, if you'd be willing to answer, we could just get right into it, is um, would you be willing to share a secret with us? Okay, great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm I'm up for sharing a secret. Um, where to begin to share this one <laughs> um, without sounding insane? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a huge secret. People that are close to me know, but I um, can, when I meditate, I go basically to a whole nother like dimension like okay. a, a, I would say it's like an energetic field and um, I can connect to other beings and um, get messages downloaded to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not something I share like openly with random people. So I guess that's why I would consider it kind of a secret. Okay. But like I said, people that are close to me know about it um and then for as long as I can remember I've been able I have like um I'd say like intuitive hits or premonitions okay around certain people or certain experiences where or it'll be like a dream that's a premonition and then I know without a doubt that whatever that is that came to me that like knowing is going to happen Wow. So, can you... <laughs> there's that. <laughs> What's, like, the craziest thing, like, you've seen a premonition of and then it's happened? Yeah, so I was on a date with a guy that I had met on Hinge, uh, a dating app. And on, like, our second date, we were um, having brunch. And this is not a thought I normally have okay. on a date. <laughs> but we're sitting there and he's sitting across from me. And I had a really powerful thought that came through. And I thought, I wonder if he's healthy. Okay. And it just... And then I was like, should I... In my head, I'm thinking, should I ask him that? And then I thought, he's going to think you're really weird. If, <laughs> if on a second date, you ask somebody that, hey, by the way, are you healthy? Like, what's going on with your health? Um, so I just kind of pushed the thought out of my mind. And I'm not kidding about two hours later after the date and like dropped me off. And he was like, I have to tell you something. And he basically told me he has like terminal cancer. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that's why that thought came to me. Um, so that, that was a pretty crazy one because it was such a, such an immediate, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, affirmation of it right like right. I had the thought and shortly thereafter it became very clear that he was not healthy and that's why I had the thought or I, I picked up on something energetically and I think it has a lot to do with 
energy, you know, because we are surrounded by all this unseen energy around us that's connecting everything and all the energetic frequencies and they are powerful and we're energetic beings and we feel that and you can tap into it so I think the more you can connect to that energetic field you get that information not at the analytical mind level like on an energetic level so does this happen for you subconsciously like right now when you every person you meet do you get some sort of like do you get some sort of information from them that you think most people don't get um it happens it does happen pretty much with everyone Uh the degree of what i feel or the like knowledge i get or information varies but the information that i do get immediately is whether they are like an energetic match for me, okay. Whether as you know a friend or like a romantic partner uh-huh. or just some important person in my life that I'm meant to know, right? I get that pretty quickly. That's crazy. Yeah. I wish I had that. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Actually, everyone does. We just aren't very connected to it. How do you connect to it? Um, truthfully, I mean, I felt like. I've had it since I was little. Um, Even when I was growing up, I knew that if I thought something, like I would often like think things and they would happen. Like I knew that the power of my thoughts could make things happen. Wow. And sometimes when I was growing up and younger and didn't quite know like what it was and, you know, didn't, I I didn't know, I would be scared. It would like freak me out. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, don't think about that because you're going to make it happen. Okay. Um, (laughs) Why? Because sometimes it would be like bad things or... Yeah, potentially. Or things that I thought I didn't want to happen, right? Because right. like I have a thing in my head, this is how it should go, an idea of how I want mm. things to turn out. But then your intuition's already tapping into like energy and how it's going to happen. Because um, really, anyway, I won't dive too deep into that. But how you can connect to it is I think the problem, problem is not the right word, but the issue in today's world is we're just so distracted by external stimuli right our cell phones just your whatever you need to do your to-do list your work everyone is running around so busy and they never have time to just be still and it's really in the stillness and in the present moment like becoming deeply present that you connect to that that you connect to that energy and the field that's really all around us but we're incredibly disconnected from so that's how you would do it I would say start with you know blocking out external stimuli and that really is um, why meditation is such a such a gateway to the present moment because you block out all the external and you go inward and when you go inward is really where like it's a whole like inner world you know inside of you and that you connect that's yeah. that's that's how it's happened for me that's how I've gotten more um in touch with it right and like understood it and kind of have been able to work with it yeah so. <laughs> you can do it too anyone can <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to do the first thing you shared where you could like I don't know if I would want to like be able to communicate with other you when you said other beings I'm assuming you meant like people who have passed away or uh no not necessarily it's more like energetic beings 
So okay. I don't know that they've ever embodied like a physical form. Oh what? Yeah, <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's um, I mean it's like you know, I don't know what you believe happens to your physical body after you die, but um, I believe that your consciousness doesn't just vanish, right? It reconnects uh-huh. to universal consciousness. So, I think the energetic beings, like the messages I'm getting and the visuals that I see when I go there, um is just that it's just like universal consciousness communicating Mm -hmm. in that dimension and you know i i don't see like weird alien forms that (laughs) i have conversations with it's more like there's this energy and this energetic being and you know that they're like sending you a message because then you come out of it with clear knowing like a deep knowing of something you know that you didn't have before and it's it's like downloading messages it's pretty intense (laughs) would you be down to share like a message one that really stands out to you a message that you received um let me think well i'll i'll yeah i will (laughs) um the so what happened once and this is kind of what started me in my early 30s really on my spiritual journey but what happened was I was walking my dog at night just in my neighborhood Uh and suddenly like I don't know what happened in that moment all I'm guessing is I was just very present in the experience of walking my dog Uh and I wasn't really like caught up in you know I wasn't looking at my phone or anything I was just there with my dog Um, and suddenly my consciousness was like not in my physical body Okay, and I could see everything like it felt like I was everywhere and connected to everything and it's so hard to explain because it's like it's something you have to experience yeah, you know sure, it's, yeah it's hard to put it into words but the knowing that came through because I could see my physical body walking my dog and I could see the whole neighborhood and I could see all the houses and the trees and it just felt like all the little physical forms were like a a board game you know it was like abstract physical forms Uh and I knew that none of this was real like it's all temporary but there's something bigger that's connecting us all and we're all connected and and then I knew I had to go back to my physical body for the time being which I did and it all happened you know like very suddenly and very quickly I don't know how much time And then when I returned to my body, I was like, what the hell just happened? That had never happened to me before. That was the first time? Yeah. That had never happened to me before. But after that, my whole awareness, like my whole mindset shifted, right? Like my whole awareness of who I am, Mm -hmm. how I'm connected to everything, like what consciousness is, what the purpose of life is, all of that completely was like changed from one instant to the next you know there was just like a knowing of interconnectedness to the whole and a lack of separation from everything okay I have two questions yeah going through that did that make a shift in your life I mean I'm just imagining like before that things were pretty simple to you maybe you live like most of us do Mm -hmm. and then after you went through that did it change like your like your path in any way did you make any changes in your life yeah it basically changed everything um 
I mean, the interesting thing is it didn't change. Like I, like my life circumstances didn't change. Uh If you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't like suddenly quit my job. Um, and it, you might find it funny to find out that I'm actually a lawyer <laughs> because <laughs> I'm so not, you know, my my day job, I call it, is not at all like an intuitive energy healer or anything like that, right? Um, although I am a coach, I am a life coach and I, I coach people. So suddenly there was just this deep knowing that there's something so much more than what we're taught there is and such a, a a meaning to our existence beyond what we're exposed to and what we see in our day-to-day stuff right and where people can get so caught up in the things you think you should be doing right yeah. making more money and and however you define success and finding a partner and a relationship so it created kind of this I would say detachment mm-hmm. from that stuff that conditioning like the conditioning just became so clear and such a knowing of that is not the way you know that is not the life I want to live Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said it didn't make me run away from my job and I still have my career and but it did shift my entire mindset and the way I show up in the world right the way I show up in anything that I do so I think like oftentimes people I mean I know recently like purpose you know finding your purpose is such a big thing how do you find your purpose and find Mm -hmm. meaning and what do you do and the realization I had is it's really your purpose is to bring consciousness into this dimension right just being you becoming conscious how you do that like what you do doesn't matter it's the degree of presence you do anything with that matters Oftentimes that presence doesn't come until it's too late. You know, you might have some sort of health scare or accident or somebody you love dies suddenly, right? There's that like traumatic moment that like awakens you to Mm -hmm. that. Um, Or it happens on your deathbed or it never happens. But I mean, I think what I see mostly now is a lot of people kind of caught up in distracting themselves and not being present and having such a difficult time with being present with themselves with others and you know always chasing external sources of happiness and we think there's something wrong if we're not busy or running around and doing stuff right we're just doing all sorts of stuff to fill our time and pass time and we don't know how to just be like be here in the moment and that's really where, I mean, then if you, if you can find that deep presence, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you can have that no matter what you're doing. So you think if you find that deep presence, you're not going to like always have this like feeling of what's my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, And we are like creatures of habit. So a fun exercise is to do like a a habit audit you know how do you like run through your day and look at all the little habits you do uh-huh. and see what you're doing and which ones are kind of just like unnecessary you know or which ones you might want to break a little bit like I, I always use the phone because everyone's just you know attached and glued yeah. to their cell phone right now and it's such a huge distractor I mean it literally 
is designed to keep you distracted mm-hmm. and addicted, right? Yeah, what you just said too is like, I'm a, like a millennial, so like I knew life before social media. 50% of my life was without social media and 50% is with. Right. So I know both sides and I think that's so unique because no one else who isn't a millennial will experience that. I guess people who were like older than me kind of experience it too but mm-hmm. but anyone who's younger like they don't know what life was like without having a phone on you all the time right and that's so mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. it's like so crazy they don't know what life was like where like if you took a picture you didn't share it with a ton of people maybe you sent it to your sister right you know um but yeah you took it to capture the moment right. for yourself and it wasn't a how many likes am I going to get? Or let me filter the crap out of this and make it look radically different than it actually did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. It's it's a little bit, gosh. And I wonder what, like, the long-term ramifications of that will be. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my little cousin was saying, because she plays tennis, and she said that her coach told her recently that at practice or even in matches, she has moments where she takes breaks. Like, he notices in her that every once in a while she takes like a mental break Mm. and I I like was trying to figure out a way to help her and I realized it's probably those moments that she thinks of grabbing her phone like Mm -hmm. it's so like ingrained in you like every 15 minutes pick up your phone no matter what you're doing so it's like so ingrained in you no matter what you're doing if even if it's something that needs like 100% of your attention like you're subconsciously might be taking a break so I like told her I was like I challenge you when you go to tennis practice 30 minutes before to 30 minutes after no phone nothing only like your parents have them not on silent and today was the first day she tried it and she texted me she was like wow like really she was like there was such a big difference in the way I played I'm like that's cool that you felt the difference already but just imagine like what will happen over time yeah no yeah that that teaches them to be present with whatever's going on and also I think it really teaches people how to um you know, emotionally regulate themselves. Right. Right. Because like you might be feeling something and your first instinct is grab my phone to, for, well, let's say you're sad, right. right. Or lonely. And you're, grab mm-hmm. my phone. I'm going to look at Facebook and look at my friends and feel connected, but actually it just distracts you from feeling the feelings and learning how to emotionally regulate yourself. Yeah. Right. And so then they don't know how to do that. And that's, you have to learn that and Mm -hmm. and people don't know and they'll act out in weird ways or like it'll come out in some dysfunctional form um so I think that's a huge part I think that's really good advice I wish more you know I know you're not a parent but I wish parents and other people would teach kids that just to be and like be it's okay to be bored you know it's okay to be quiet and still because that's actually where your creativity will kick in Right. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly on your phone, distracted or running around, I don't know, shopping or whatever you're doing, like you're not allowing that creative flow, that creative energy to come. And that comes in moments of stillness and, you know, boredom. And I, it's more like just being still and allowing the energy to flow. So I think they're missing out on a lot of creativity also. Yeah. That's true. And we're missing out on their creative energy. Yeah. You know? Okay, guys. uh, Real quick, we have our first ever sponsor. Uh, It is a jewelry line called Hela, H-E-Y-L-L-A. And it just so happens to be my sister's jewelry line. And it's pretty cool because for one of her first products, I collaborated with her. It's this bracelet I'm wearing now. 
it has be kind on there and you guys know that's my motto so it was really cool to collaborate with her on this so if any of you guys are interested go to hela.com that's h-e-y-l-l-a.com i'll also have it linked in the description and then just a little bit of background on my sister um, I honestly don't know if I'd be where I am without her. She was the first person to tell me to start a YouTube channel and take like my filmmaking dreams on there. And she still helps me with so much of what I do. I always run things past her before I upload and yeah, so I love her and it would mean a lot if you checked out her website and you won't be disappointed. At least I'm not because I love this bracelet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's my first ad read. So I think it's pretty cool that it was for my sister. And thank you guys for listening. Let's get back to the episode. You said you like get energies from people, mm -hmm. right? To the point where like, you know, if they'll be a good friend or like someone you'll end up dating and things like that. So is there, do you have a story with that too? Like someone who you met and... Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind sharing? Sure. <laughs> I'll share. Um, so I... I been single for a while uh -huh. and uh, I meditate a lot I go into deep meditations for long periods of time but in my meditations for like the past I would say probably you know several months I had been feeling an energy um, coming towards me uh -huh. and I knew it was my like romantic partners energy that I felt uh -huh. um, and I could just feel it so intensely. It was like right there, you know, but it hadn't manifested in the physical plane yet. Okay. And that, that, that it shows up in the physical form last. So okay. if everyone could tap into the energy, that's how you know what's coming because it comes energetically first. Okay. And then in the physical plane. I know. <laughs> that's my secret. I know. <laughs> it's actually not my secret at all, but, um, <laughs> So anyway, I'd felt his energy coming towards me for a while. Uh -huh. And and then I got into this like group coaching program online. And, um, you know, the first time uh, I met my partner, um, we it, it just ended up being him and I and mm -hmm. on this intro call. And I'm not kidding you. As soon as he like showed up, I was like, I, <laughs> I just was like, oh, my gosh, like there he is how did that That's even crazy. happen you know like I just it wasn't like a seeing him but it was like a I saw him and I was like oh I I just knew that he was you know wow and I and I didn't know anything about him I was like I don't know if he's single or any anything yeah. I don't know where this guy lives <laughs> I barely knew his name um so we started talking we talked for about an hour got off that call and I just remember getting off that zoom and I was like that is so weird and maybe I'm back crazy but like I'm pretty sure that that's him <laughs> you know like there's just this feeling and that night I had a dream and in the dream he was like holding my hand wow. and I knew in the dream that he was my life partner wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah it just kind of unfolded magically from there but yeah how long ago was this just a few months ago was it the March. guy who you were with when I came up to you? No. Oh, okay, no, okay. he's a friend. Okay. I yeah. See. <laughs> wow. And then, so, like, did you let it happen naturally or were you like, did you tell him everything? So I, I think like with the, not I think, I know, but ever since that experience I had where my, I was walking my dog and my body left, my consciousness left my body, there's this deep um, trust in 
like I would say source. I mean, you could call it God, the universe, but I trust that there's a timing outside of my control, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I really trust that to unfold naturally. And I think that's, that's another big thing is like, we're taught to always try to make something happen, right? There's a lot of efforting that goes into creating the life you think you want, Uh as opposed to just like tapping into source energy and really allowing life to unfold the way it's meant to and to unfold through you. Like there might be a whole nother life meant to come through you that you're not allowing in because you're so focused on trying to make your life be the way you think it should be. I never thought of it that way. That's (laughs) crazy. That's crazy. So like there is something that's supposed to happen with me. Yeah. And if I was just still and didn't wasn't so pushy on things that I think I want to happen. Dang. It could could unfold more magically than you can even imagine. Do you think, but do you think it's always going to be more magical? Or do you think the life that I'm trying to make happen might be better than what was going to happen? I think it will always be more magical because there's just a a higher, like, not a higher consciousness, but there's a universal consciousness Uh that creates all life right and if you look at how magically it's all unfolded so far Mm. like why do you think what you could create would be better you know i think i think our limited like conscious mind which is really only five percent of your mind this the subconscious makes up 95 percent wow so if you're using the 5%, it's such a limited piece, right? Is that an actual thing, like that percentage? Yeah, wow. it really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 95% of you is running on autopilot. So all, all the, uh, your subconscious mind is controlling everything. It can happen instantaneously, whatever is meant to happen, if you surrender to that source mm-hmm. and let it come and express itself through you. Like let consciousness come through you. You know, and and see what happens. I mean, you could do it as an experiment. So there's actually a really good book by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment. He also wrote The Untethered Soul, which is one of my favorite books that you should read. I think you would really like The Untethered Soul. Okay. Um, But in The Surrender Experiment, he did that where he was like, why do I think that my limited mind can create anything more magical than source energy? Let me just surrender to whatever is meant to happen in my life and I'm going to just say yes to everything that comes to me wow. and I and especially the things that my mind tries to convince me not to do I'm definitely saying yes to those things <laughs> you know like the more resistance that arises the more I will go there okay and he does it and and the book is his experiment his life doing that and it's amazing I don't want to ruin the story okay um but yeah and I and, and it it's it's such a freeing feeling because everything does work out amazingly, you know, like, you know, those people where you're like, how does everything always just kind of work out for them? Like, What is going on? They don't, you know, it's that, I think it's truly that.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, that all makes sense. And what's crazy to me is like, I've noticed like every time I've done that, thing, beautiful things have happened. Mm-hmm. Do like, it. Yeah, I'm going to do, do it. Do it and do it as an experiment. Be like, okay, this is like what I think should happen and how I'd make it. But let me just let go, mm-hmm. right? And let go of all the how and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And just go into the unknown, you know, like allow it, allow that uncertainty and unknowing to be a good place to be because it okay. is it really is would you be down to come on a follow-up episode like sure anytime. okay i'll get your info yeah, yeah. i want to hear how your experiment goes <laughs> I your, know. your own personal <laughs> surrender experiment yeah so in the follow-up i'll tell you how it went i'm gonna really try to practice what you said today okay read those two books and yeah, I really, I really appreciated our conversation. Thanks for saying yes. Most people say no. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any thoughts? And where can people find you if, like, if they're interested in reaching out to you? Yeah, they can find me at uh, martamanus.com, and it's M-A-R-T-A-M-A-N-U-S.com. Okay. And my ending thought would be: Please read the Untethered Soul. And please take time to be still. (laughs) And I'll have her links in the description for everyone who uh, is curious to check out your work. I'm curious. I'm going to go on your website. (laughs) Okay. Well, none of this is really on there, but it's my coaching website. Oh, it is. Okay, cool. This will be our little secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah, so... And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Before you go, I do have a huge favor to ask. Because my podcast is so new and there are so many amazing podcasts out there, the best way you can help me stand out and grow is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. This podcast is available on other platforms as well, like Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many others. So following and subscribing on there will help also, but... Again, the best thing you could do is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. I hope you'll consider doing it. I'll make sure to have my podcast links in the description. To make it fun, I thought it would be cool for you all to answer the following question under hopefully a five-star review. Who's one stranger you still remember? I'll read through all your answers, share some on my Instagram story. So if you want me to tag you, please make sure to include your Instagram handle as well. My Instagram handle is actually thor.aya. Thank you so much. I love you all and we'll meet again next Tuesday.